if I felt confident, I would eat whatever I wanted to and take insulin for it, trusting myself that I'll be able to take care of myself. If I felt more energetic, I would go for a run and not worry about going low. If I felt less anxious about my diabetes, I would date more and be open with my dates about what diabetes is and why I wear devices on my body. If I were less embarrassed about my diabetes, I would take insulin in front of my friends without worrying about what they think. If you act this way right now, if you act like the person that you want to become, all of a sudden, that behavior becomes a whole lot easier. You're able to do the things that you want to be able to do, and diabetes won't hold you back. And then guess what happens? You start feeling more confident. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. Do you ever feel like your diabetes emotions hold you hostage? Think back to the last time you felt burnt out or frustrated or anxious about type 1 diabetes. How did it impact your behavior? Did it hold you back? Did it trap you? And you get in the mindset of, I can't do what I want to do because I feel this way. If those thoughts have gone through your mind, you are not alone. But what's happening for you is your emotions are holding you hostage. Your emotions are telling you what you can and can't do. And you believe them. You've told yourself a story that you can't do something until you feel a certain way. And if you keep that story in your mind, you may be waiting a long time. In this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about how we get held hostage by our stories about type 1 diabetes, and I'm going to give you some tips that you can use to break free from those chains and to live your life and do what you want to do, even when you're experiencing some uncomfortable emotions. Because as we know, that is the only way to be free and flexible in your life with type 1 diabetes. If we wait until the emotions go away, we may be waiting a long time, and there is a different way. And I'm going to show you how. To get started, I want to walk you through an exercise. So take out a piece of paper and a pen and write down these three words. Feel, do, and be. Feel, do, and be. Now what I want you to do is complete this sentence. When I feel blank, I will do blank and I will be blank. For example, when I feel confident, I will go for a run and I will be successful. When I feel energized, I will take my daughter to the park and I will be a good parent. So take a minute and write that down for yourself. What do you want to be able to do once you feel a certain way? And once you do that thing, what will that make you? How will that change who you are, how you are, and how you're living your life? Once you've completed this exercise, 
I want to take a minute and break down each one of these parts one by one. What do you want to feel? And how is what you want to feel different than how you feel today? I've said this before and I'll say it again. I really believe that we cannot choose our feelings, especially in the present moment. There is no way for us to snap our fingers and to feel a different way, to change how we feel and how our experience is coming out into the world right now. It's just not possible. If it were possible, I guarantee you I'd be out of a job and I'd be thrilled if that were the case. I wish that I could snap my fingers and change my emotions on the dime around diabetes and around other things in my life. But unfortunately, I think that we all know that is not possible. But as you can see, when you think about your emotions with diabetes in this way, you put yourself into a corner. You say, when I feel a certain way, when I feel less burnt out, when I feel more energetic, when I feel more confident with my diabetes, then I'll be able to do something. But you also ignore the question of what happens if you don't feel that way tomorrow or when you want to feel that way? What happens if you don't feel that way for a year or worse forever? then does that mean that you can't do what you want to do and be the person that you want to be? Are you being held hostage by your feelings? Let's look at it a different way. Right now, how are you feeling in your life with type 1 diabetes? Name one emotion. Burnout, overwhelm, excited, confident. Whatever that emotion is, write it down on a piece of paper. Now, I want you to ask yourself this question. What do I think I can and cannot do because I'm feeling this way right now? I'm feeling burnt out. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling frustrated. Therefore, I can do this or therefore I can't do this. What comes to mind? Write that down. If you are experiencing a negative emotion right now, my guess is that that negative emotion is making it hard, or even making you think it's impossible for you to do something. What would you like to do right now that you can't do because you're feeling this way with type 1 diabetes? If you can answer that question with anything specific, then you're being held hostage by your emotion with diabetes. Your emotions are calling the shots, not you. And I don't know how you feel about that, but that makes me a little bit uneasy. I want to be able to call the shots in my life and push the emotions aside, and not let them have a say. I may not be able to make them go away, but I can certainly take the control away from them. When we take the control away from them, they lose their power. Now go back to that thing that you really want to be able to do, but right now you feel that you can't because of the emotions of type 1 diabetes getting in your way. What is that thing? And now I want you to take a minute and close your eyes And imagine you're doing that thing. Don't worry about how right now, but just imagine yourself doing that thing that you want to do that you feel that you can't do with diabetes right now. Maybe it's something active. Maybe it's something relational. Maybe it's managing your diabetes well. Whatever it is, visualize that. Visualize that you're there. Now, I want you to ask yourself, as you're visualizing this future state of yours, What does that make you? What will you become once you're there? Will you be successful? Will you be healthy? Will you be content or satisfied or happy? Whatever that thing is, write it down. 
I will be blank when I'm able to do blank. I know that right now it may seem impossible for you to become that without a lot of hard work and without a lot of workarounds of getting rid of those emotions and feeling better and be able to do what you want to do. But just imagine for a minute that you're able to do that and imagine what you're able to become, what you're able to be once that happens. And finally, I want you to ask yourself, once you become that thing, once you become confident, happy, excited, energetic, whatever it is, how will that make your life better? What will improve in your life, aside from being able to do something different, how will life be better for you? How will you think about things differently? How will you show up differently? And what will you bring to the table in a way that you feel that you can't right now? Now that you've gone through this exercise and you understand what you'll be able to do once you feel a certain way and how that will help you become the person that you want to be, and then how becoming that person will allow you to do so much more, you may be asking yourself, great, well, how do I start feeling a certain way? How do I break free of the chains of my emotions so that I can do that thing? And I want to answer that question right now. But before I do, I want to let you know that you're probably going to think the answer is counterintuitive, that it doesn't quite make sense. And I want you to trust me as you go through this process. Trust me that if you're able to be open to coaching and be open to the possibility that this may be true, it's going to help you a whole lot more than if you say right now, it's not possible, I can't do it. The first thing I asked to do in this podcast was to write down three words. Those three words were feel, do, and be. Now I want you to write down those same three words again. But I want you to do one thing differently. I want you to reverse the order. I want you to write down be, do, and then feel. It's a small change but it's a very important one in this process. And here's why. As I said before, and I hope you're able to see, it's just not possible to change how you feel. You can't snap your fingers and make it change. Yes, you can do things to change how you feel over time, to become more confident, to feel less frustrated, to feel less burnt out. But in the end, there's a certain level of randomness to how you feel, how you woke up in the morning, how other people are treating you. Things you just can't control. There are all these external factors combined with internal factors, which make how you feel complicated and sometimes pretty unpredictable. The way I want to go about helping you is to reverse the way you're thinking about this stuff. So think about what you want to be or how you want to be. I want to be happy. I want to be confident. I want to be ready to tackle the world even with diabetes long for the ride. Do you have that in your mind right now? If so, great. Now I want you to ask yourself this question. What does someone who shows up in the way that you want to show up, how do they act? What do they do? And how do they feel? I'm going to ask the question again. How does someone who shows up in the way that you want to show up act? What do they do? And when they do that thing or those things, how do they feel? What is their experience like? And I want to suggest to you that your experience doesn't start with your feelings. Because if it does start with your feelings, you are held hostage to your feelings. 
But what if how you show up in your life with type 1 diabetes started with the end in mind? Thinking about the person that you want to become and then become that person. Let's break it down and talk about diabetes burnout. I'm sure that at some point in the recent past, you have felt burnt out by diabetes and that burnout has gotten in your way. It's made it harder to socialize. It's made it harder to be open about diabetes. And it's probably made it even harder for you to manage your diabetes well. You've seen your blood sugars go up and down and you're just done with it. You want to just push diabetes aside and not think about it anymore. I know I've been there and I know that you have too. I also know that you want to become a person where the stress of diabetes doesn't get in your way. That you're able to be free and flexible even with diabetes there. Because you know diabetes isn't going anywhere. And so how can you figure out a way to become free and flexible and open-minded, spontaneous, all of those things, even though diabetes is there? And if you were there, what would that person do? What would someone who's free and flexible with diabetes do? Well, for me, if I were free and flexible with my diabetes, I would be able to manage my diabetes well. I would check my blood sugar, make sure I'm changing my pump and CGM on a regular basis, and trying to eat healthy in a way that I can manage my blood sugars. That's what I would do. I would also be able to exercise whenever I wanted to and not have to worry about my blood sugars, knowing that if my glucose goes high or low during exercise, I'll be able to handle it. I would also be open with my diabetes around other people and not worry about what they think. Those are the things that I would be able to do, and that would help me become more free and flexible. What would happen if I started doing those things now? What if I looked ahead and said, in order for me to be able to do those things, I have to act like I'm free and flexible? That changes things, doesn't it? All of a sudden, it's not your emotions getting in your way of doing things and becoming what you want to be. It's you acting like you are the thing that you want to be, which then changes your behavior, changes your ability to do things. And guess what happens? It also tends to change your emotions. If you still have questions about this, no worries. It is very counterintuitive and it may take you a little time to wrap your head around it. That's okay. No worries. It will come. I promise. Now, let me ask you a couple of questions to help you clarify your answer here. Go back and imagine that you are where you want to be with your diabetes and your mental health. Things are going really, really well for you. And diabetes is no longer getting in your way. How do you feel and what are you able to do? Once that's clear in your mind, I want you to ask yourself this question. What does success look like? And in your answer, I want you to be as specific as possible. What are you doing differently? How are you feeling? How is life different for you when you're successful? Once you're clear on that, I want to ask you another question. How does that successful person act? Both in terms of your diabetes, in terms of what you're able to do, and how you show up in the world in the future. How do you act once you're in that spot? I realize that both of the questions I just asked you are looking to the future, looking to an imaginary future that you're not in right now. And you're having to think about what life will be like for you, what you'll be doing, how you'll be feeling, 
at that time. And it may be hard to imagine. And now here's what I want you to do. I want you to imagine that you are in that future place. You have become that person. Act that way right now. I know you're not there yet, or at least you feel like you're not there yet, but I want you to act like you are. I want you to manage your diabetes like you are in a good spot. I want you to exercise and be spontaneous like you will be when you're in the good spot. But I want you to do it right now. You don't need to wait to feel a certain way. You can act like the person that you want to become right now, even with diabetes. I promise you. And know what you're thinking. You're pushing back. You say, no, I can't do that. It's too scary. Or I have this big barrier in my way and there's no way to get around it. I want you to let down your guard and be confident that you can become the person that you want to be, even with those perceived barriers there, even though it's scary, even though you don't quite know how you're going to get there. Now, let's get very tactical. If you were confident, how would you act? What would you do differently? Write those things down. For example, if I felt confident I would eat whatever I wanted to and take insulin for it, trusting myself that I'll be able to take care of myself. If I felt more energetic, I would go for a run and not worry about going low. If I felt less anxious about my diabetes, I would date more and be open with my dates about what diabetes is and why I wear devices on my body. If I were less embarrassed by my diabetes, I would take insulin in front of my friends without worrying about what they think. If you act this way right now, if you act like the person that you want to become, all of a sudden, that behavior becomes a whole lot easier. You're able to do the things that you want to be able to do, and diabetes won't hold you back. And then guess what happens? You start feeling more confident. Action leads to clarity, and clarity leads to action. It becomes a cycle that frees you up. And all of a sudden, the emotions that had a hold on you no longer matter. They're not powerful anymore. They're no longer holding you hostage. But as you can see, the approach does not start by changing how you feel. It doesn't even start by changing what you do. It starts by acting like the person that you want to become. Because if you act like that person, guess what happens? You become that person. And everything else falls into place. If you start with changing how you feel, it's unlikely you'll get past that first barrier. Or if you do, you'll be back and forth and back and forth because your feelings always change. So I want to argue it's actually the approach you're taking to become that person that is holding you back and holding you hostage. If you act like the person that you want to become, then all of a sudden the behavior and the emotions become a whole lot easier. And most importantly, they no longer get in your way. I really hope this framework of changing from feel, do, be to be, do, and feel, going from becoming the person that you want to be by acting that way to change your feelings, as opposed to waiting until you feel a certain way to be able to do and become the person that you want to be, will help you to give you more freedom in your life with type 1 diabetes. Sometimes it takes turning our current approach on its head in order to become more free and flexible. We think that if we change how we feel, 
everything will fall into line. And you're probably right, but the problem is we can't change how we feel. So the better approach is to start acting like the person that you want to become. And once you do that, diabetes becomes a whole lot less stressful and a whole lot easier. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. If this episode was helpful, do me a favor, share it with a friend, put a link in a text message or an email, and send it to a friend and let them know how much you enjoyed it and how much you think they could benefit from it as well. That really helps me get the word out about this podcast so more people can benefit. Also, I love hearing from you guys, so please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at the Diabetes Psychologist or send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com. And of course, be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Podcast.